0: This is Minutia Minutia Man Man. with Rick and Dave. Dave, I want to start the show this week by saying that uh, I saved you $10.
1: How did you? Oh, I know what to say. Okay, go on. All right. right. So, So, uh,
0: you know, I went to Vegas this past weekend, uh, and uh, you told me to put $10 down uh on roulette Uh between 19 and 21. Right. Uh, Actually...
1: You couldn't have done that because it's 19 and 22. Whatever. Because it's my mom's birth. Of the I, year my I had
0: to birth. have it explained to me because okay. I don't know right. how to bet. Yeah. and I'm not a gambler, yeah. as you well know. Right. But I went to the roulette table and I watched how it worked and I saw where to put the chip. Yeah, right. And then I thought to myself, all right, mental exercise. This is what I'm going to do. I am not going to put that money down. Okay. And if it wins, I'm just going to hand Dave some money out of my pocket. <laughs> okay. But if it loses, I'm going to save him $10. And I watch the next spin. And what was it? Five. Okay. All right. So I saved you $10. Hi. You're welcome. Can I have it? That is
1: how. Let me have the 10 bucks. No, it's money that you never spent. <laughs> It's money that you never spent. That, I love the hypothetical bet. Boy, I why haven't I been doing that for years? Well, that, that's the, kind
0: of my point. You yeah. know, have you thought about doing the hypothetical betting?
1: Because, so you know, what can never happen? You can never lose. Well, you know what I should start doing is, because I've been doing a little sports betting, like with your damn soccer. Yeah. Oh, you know, this so, you're your, terrible so, sports to bet on. Your soccer podcast hasn't done shit for me <laughs> in the... <laughs> you mean Free Kicks with
0: Adam and Rick, which is uh, on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, and Opie show.
1: So I listen to the show. Yeah, not, not always. Yeah, and never. I listen, and uh-huh. then I'm like, all right, well, it sounds like Liverpool has a real good shot here. Yeah. And I put money on Liverpool, and then they either don't win or they, yeah. the, the thing that's bad about soccer is the draws. Yes. It's, that's the thing that is Don't
0: terrifying. bet on soccer. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the other thing I'm saying is it's time for Minutia Men, because that's our show, and we're going to roll it right now. The following is a Tony Lozano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. If you want to just buy me a drink uh, in appreciation tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow night at the book of the book of the year awards. Yeah, were, we're going to the Chicago Writers Association Book of the Year Awards because one of our books, uh, Chili Dog is MVP,
1: being, is being honored. Yes, yes. Very, um, you know, I, I love that hypothetical bet approach. It's like, uh-huh. how about all the women <laughs> I should have asked out and I didn't? You know, and then well, saved all that humiliation, right? Feel free to use it for whatever you need to use it <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, I love the hypothetical. So, um, well, welcome back. You look great. You look tan. Uh, thanks. You spent a lot of time outside. You, I
0: did. It was, yeah. it was you know, like 50 degrees outside. Oh, that's not great. No, bad. it was the same as here. It was the same. Really? Yeah. It was, it was cold. What did you do? I watched soccer. Oh, it was... I went there for a uh, soccer tournament. And so I watched like, I'd say... Seven or eight games of soccer. Wow, that sounds awesome. It was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I hung out with the players. They're, you know, those green-white players. All right. They're all between the ages of 40 and 65. Okay. And, so a lot uh, of them went
1: to bed at around nine? No,
0: seven. these guys are heavy partiers. Right. They, I mean, let me put it to you this way. Bridget couldn't even keep up with wow. them.
1: Wow. Yeah. So party Bridget didn't even make a... No, no, <laughs> she
0: made an appearance, but uh, she was
1: outshone. So you didn't gamble at all?
0: I did go to a video poker machine, and I put $20 in, and I lost it in 20 minutes. That's actually not that bad. Did you get drinks? No. They don't do that anymore. Here's the other thing. Vegas is ridiculously expensive right now. Really? Everything is super expensive. Um, They don't even put coffee machines in your rooms, so you have to go downstairs and buy coffee at the coffee house there. Eight bucks for a cup of coffee. What about the hookers? Well, I was there with my wife, yeah, but uh, well, you
1: could have still looked at. I actually board. met many of them. I <laughs>
0: met many of them. They were, you know, we were staying at the Palazzo uh, slash Venetian, yeah. and I at thought the, you were at the Bayale. Uh, the Palazzo. I was wrong. Okay, <laughs> okay I was wrong. Um, I don't really listen to when people tell me things. Anyway, I'm sitting at the bar, and they're clear, clear hookers right. everywhere. Right. You can see them. They're dressed with, uh, you know. I'm a hooker. Right. They've got like Hello, billboards. Hello, my name is Sally. I'm <laughs> yeah. a hooker. Yeah, very much so. Um, and these two uh, uh, African-American hookers were yeah. talking to me while I was sitting right next to Bridget. Really? Yeah. W- yeah, what, little chit chat. Little they, chit chat. They're uh, like, yeah, hey, so what do you do for a living? And <laughs> you know, I told them I'm a writer. Oh, what have you written? Yeah. And you know, I showed them my book. And Bridget's like, what are you? Why are you talking to them? Was well, I'm to just ask. being
1: friendly, <laughs> right? Exactly. What? What? Our hookers are not people too. <laughs> anyway, we got We have a show to do. Let's do the uh, show. So, well, before we get, um, well, I guess this is the show. Where we've yeah. begun the show. Okay. Uh, so you know that we went to uh, Cleveland right a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. and uh we brought a bunch when i say we it's my wife and the kids brought a bunch of scrapbook material i didn't talk about no right because michelle's aunts a lot of their pictures got destroyed in the fort myers beach hurricane oh bummer right so we brought and it really really was wonderful um so we met michelle's brother david his family was there and we all made and again when i say we all yeah know, I, I know. they made scrapbooks you know yeah. they had pictures and they you know we had the little and what casino were you in <laughs> no, while this was oh, happening uh no i did not okay. go. although we were at that retirement that had wednesday morning poker tournaments which we just couldn't swing because we okay were there i would have I, I know totally you would have um but each member of the family had like a page devoted to them Oh. Right? And there'd be like little sayings or little slogans yeah. about the person and then read pictures. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it was Lila. I'm not sure which kid but guess what my slogan was which I think that you'll appreciate. Mr. Mean? <laughs> it was joke 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 repeat.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> I, that's my that's my tombstone, right? That is, <laughs> is there, funny. <laughs> I thought it was I thought you'd appreciate it. All right, first story comes out of the great state of Idaho. Okay. Uh, by the way, you ever notice when we're doing political conventions every state is the great state? Yeah. And they're not all great states. (laughs) It's like a participation trophy at this point, right? Well, this comes out of Idaho. Idaho Republican apologizes for comparing women to farm animals. (laughs) What could possibly go wrong? A newly elected Republican legislator in Idaho has apologized for comments in which he compared women's reproductive rights to milking cows (laughs) after sparking criticism. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Representative Jack Nelson, who was elected not to... Not just any farm animals, uh, right, cows. Uh, cows right, I know. <laughs> Representative Jack Nelson, who was elected to his first term in the state's lower house in November of 22, told the meeting that he has some definite opinions about the woman's health thing. Okay, <laughs> first of all, arguably not a great start, okay? <laughs> the, the women's health thing, not a great opening line. Uh, he goes on to say, and this I want you to pay attention to Yeah. Is. See if you can follow along because it's kind of difficult. I'm a lifelong dairy farmer who retired. Still own part of the dairy. Grew up on the farm. I've milked a few cows. Spent most of my time walking behind lines of cows. So if you want some ideas on reproduction, I have some definite opinions. Wow! Right. So I'm mm-hmm. not understanding. It says most of the w- spent most of his time walking behind lines. Of, is that insemination? Is that what he's done? Th- hey, uh, I don't
0: know. I think he's talking about some (laughs) udders.
1: Okay. Uh... (laughs) You just you just stole a, a, a joke that I'm going to have in a few minutes. Thank you for oh, that. Oh God, it. sorry, uh, Nelson, who has been divorced seventeen times, apologized a few <laughs> days later and remarked that and and remarked that his remarks were utterly embarrassing. Joke, joke, okay. joke. Okay. Repeat. <laughs> repeat. Okay, okay. <laughs> ma'am added the utterly. Now, as a public service to our listeners uh-huh. and especially to our Republicans that live in Idaho, which yeah, I'm sure I'm we su- have huge, <laughs> huge, number, huge numbers. Huge numbers. I want to kind of convey what animals are acceptable to compare women's oh, reproductive good. This, rights. This should to. be good, Okay, yes. And here's a hint. Yeah. None of them. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> not, not the, the cock. D- <laughs> no doubt of that. Right. If you have an inclination to say something as useless as an IUD on an emu, don't do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, if you want to compare a woman's menstruation cycle to that of a domestic red-blooded guinea fowl, just don't stay don't away. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. I know that there's probably a clever turn of a phrase using hyena and hymen. Uh-huh. Just stay away. Okay. okay. Uh, but Jack, it's
0: perfectly. You couldn't go the extra mile and come up with that joke? <laughs> yeah. No. no, no. <laughs> well, you're really phoning it in. <laughs> no. uh, however,
1: and this is to Jack, it's perfectly okay to compare your penis to a miniature short-tailed cock and finch. Okay. Oh, a cock and finch. Yes. Yeah. So see, I went with the... Right. But you did take my other religion, my other Joe. So. I'm sorry. Maybe we
0: should run these by each other but, sometimes. Uh, well, well, You're I'm,
1: wearing the same shirt as I am, too. It's yeah, really
0: aggravating. We me. basically are the same person. Um, all right. I have a story about, uh, well, it's kind of actually similar. And this, this one is from the great state of Iowa. Okay. Um, you know, the internet is in love with the long-held tradition at the Iowa State Fair of the husband calling contest. Oh. Famous. Mm-hmm. It's famous. And right now, there's a TikTok video of the Iowa State Fair Husband Calling Contest, which is gone viral. It's amassed over a million views so far on the video sharing profile of TikTok. Now, according to the marketing director of the State Fair, the Husband Calling Contest is part of the competition every year, and it brings in big numbers. They, uh, they feature... Twelve to fifteen women every year. So this is, and, and that's like thirty percent of Iowa's population. So that is a pretty good number. And, prestigious too, I imagine. And luckily for us, yeah. they have put it on the on the good old TikTok, so we have it. Would you like to hear some of the husband sure, calls? Sure. All right, here we go. These are the top five. Okay. Top five winners out of a field of up 12. to 12. <laughs> All right, here we go.
1: Honey, did you get in? No, I couldn't get in.
0: <laughs> Couldn't make the cut because yeah. of these ladies. Here we go. <laughs>
2: Says, Daryl.
1: Daryl. She seems D- nice.
2: Roy- <laughs> Can you hear me? You get yourself in here right now. Come on. You know you're going to be late again, and you know that I want to get there on time. Roy. <laughs> Roy. bye right, bye right, right,
0: that last one was the winner. Yeah, she's the winner now. Just to give you a visual, she is in a wheelchair. Okay, um, she's got to be ninety-ish. Yeah, you know, I was going to say late eighties, mm-hmm. um, and uh, needs
1: help with the microphone, but still has some pipes. Well, and I think I read that she's like a fifteen-time winner or something. Was oh yeah, it? oh yeah. yeah. She's like she's like the
0: Michael Jordan <laughs> of the Iowa State uh, wife calling so contest. My uh, boy, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't
1: know.
0: <laughs> Both of our wives have a similar uh, approach, and that is the unspoken dumbass right. at the end comma of the sentence. Dumbass, comma dumbass.
1: It's, you know what I think would be great? Have you ever said that to her, by the way? Oh, I did. Like, I I've yeah, say it to Bridget say, all the time. I say it like, and yeah. but she, I don't think she's listening. No, to me. yeah. I, I stole it from you. It's a great joke. It is. Joke, Um, joke, 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 repeat. (laughs) (laughs) That actually should be the name of our podcast. It's not bad. Uh, So I'm trying to think. What would Mike? I think condescending, condescending laughter would be something that Michelle would really and Bridget would really. If there was a condescending laughter. Uh (laughs) (laughs) If there is such a thing. Or an eye roll. Right. Well, uh, that's that's what your daughters do yeah. for you. Well, uh, Michelle's not the, the acorn. The eye roll does not fall far from the tree. You know, we got a review. Oh, let's hear it. Flumi, excuse me, Flumi on Podbean says, Minutia Man is perfectly roasted, bite-sized uselessness." Oh, I like <laughs> that. You know, I think that's joke, perfect. joke,
0: joke. Repeat. <laughs> yeah. So. There well, you, you know you can you can rate us too you can review us you can follow us if you like minutia men be sure to check out some of the other programs on the radio misfits podcast network uh, you can pick out your favorite new show at opishows.com. that's a uh, one place you can go um, we're everywhere mm. we're everywhere and and we also have regular features on the show including this one called Studio Walls.
2: Time now
0: for Studio Walls.
1: And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. Rick and Dave's.
0: So uh, this is the part of the show where we dip into the, uh, the vast Rick and Dave archives and we play you uh, a clip from one of our previous interviews or uh, some audio that we've created over the years and we've created... So much of it uh, that we have something every week that we can Mm -hmm. share with you. And this week is David Lynch's birthday. Mm. Now, we never have had David Lynch on the show. But we We have have had had Amy Shields on the show, Mm. who was one of the stars of Twin Peaks, Peaks, which is one of my favorite... uh, one of my favorite David Lynch mm. productions ever. And Amy Shields is uh, is an Irish lady. She's a delight. She's she is a delight. Delightful. Now, I've chosen a, a portion of the interview, Dave, that does not include the portion where she was hitting on you. <laughs> I uh, loved that portion. Which is the portion that you play at home <laughs> all the time. Because right. she actually, at one point, did kind of... <laughs>
1: Yeah. like to say but yeah. i got a certain something sure yeah
0: all right so but this is the part where she talks about uh twin peaks let's listen in for a little while here oh, I'm, a, I'm a big twin peaks fan and oh, and you good. played candy in the in the 2017 twin peaks reboot and um mm-hmm. i well, was talk just about w- a
2: character that could bring kindness oh, to the world yeah. oh, I mean, yeah, candy yeah. is yes. the epitome of of being maternal and giving and kind and
1: An unaware
2: thing. of anything yeah. bad and you know being appreciative of anything from finger sandwiches to air
1: conditioning
0: well so this is what i wanted to talk to you about is Mm -hmm. um you know i was a big fan of the original series when it came out and there's Mm -hmm. a certain kind of person that is into this show i mean you may run Mm -hmm. into some generally devoted ridiculously devoted fan base that uh you know likes the minutia of things I'm assuming you've run into that a bit, and and if you you don't mind telling us a little bit about that before I ask you about David Lynch, because I've got some questions (laughs) about that too.
2: Sure. I love. We are so blessed on that show to have the people that are into it, and they're generally brainiacs. I mean, at one point we did a festival, and there was a guy there who has literally changed how we see the moon because he created some mirror on some spacecraft that reflects the moon down to us.
0: But can he do an awkward <laughs> transition from yeah, right, one right. subject to yeah, another?
2: Right. Yes, he can. He's okay. now trans female. So that, um, oh, wow.
0: That's, that's really awesome. taking it to an extreme, but okay. <laughs> <They're>,
2: <laughs> Well, I'm just trying to run with my really good yeah. acting.
0: So, <laughs> She's yes ending. She's yeah. she but, is yes ending.
2: There are so many incredible, I'm really lucky, actually. I'm about to go to Spooky Empire in two weeks' time in, in Florida. It's one of those conventions, and a lot of the old, old actually, everyone that's invited is are OGs. You know, you've know, you got Kyle McLaughlin, you've got Matchin, you've got Cheryl Lee, Cheryl and Fenn and Oh, wow. I'm the only member of the new cast who's been invited to go, so that's, uh, oh, that's really incredible. And I can't wait to go and hang with them and see them and do a panel, because I really thought that would be over by now, you know, but, you know, it's never going to be over.
0: It's, well, you know, that's the
2: thing. Like, yeah. it's a show that was made again, the continuation because of the fan base.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. So They were asking for Actually, it. They kept on asking for it. Right. I mean, that was the.
2: Yeah. Because they kept on coming back and I was on Twitter one day and um, I saw that Manifest, there was a TV show and I got really into season one and two and I saw that they'd canceled it. And I was like, come on guys, let's get this remade, you know, from a, a person who's been on a show that ha- was remade because of the fans. We can do this. And, um, you know, other people were saying it too. And it did. So, yeah, I think, and also video game fans are also into the minutiae of things. Right. And I love video gamers. and. The whole culture, and I know there's negativity there, but really, if you think of it, video game culture is extremely inclusive, diverse, mm-hmm. and they care. So when I go to these events and I'm talking about Twin Peaks, the people who are into, say, Final Fantasy 15 or what have you, they really want to know everything about it. And in my opinion, they deserve all the knowledge.
0: Yeah, well, uh, yeah, there's definitely an overlap in the two communities for sure. of the uh, Twin Peaks yeah. and the video game community. So for uh, sure david lynch let's talk about Mm -hmm. david lynch because he is uh i think one of our all-time great directors uh just a a gifted gifted man but a little bit odd quirky quirky did did Uh, you uh find him that way uh or because i've talked to some people who worked with him who said he was perfectly normal and Uh then other people who said you know there are moments
2: Well, as with any question, Rick and David, you know yourself, you have to consider the source. I would not say that he is quirky or weird. I think David is very straightforward. Like he just, if you look at the things that he really focuses on, they're very simple, basic things. Like he lingers, his shots linger on a guy sweeping a floor Mm -hmm. for five minutes. And he lingers on just the little things in life that we often overlook
1: all the time. Yeah, Minutia.
2: The minutia moments, yeah. He's uh, He could be the poster child for that, actually, yeah. But he does. He lingers on these things. And even, you know, to speak to my lines, things like air conditioning, I found myself during the heat wave constantly saying how great the air conditioning was. And I, <laughs> maybe that's <laughs> because I'm from Ireland and we don't have it in most right. places and we've never needed it. So when I'm experiencing my first couple of heat waves, I'm like, oh, my God, that air conditioning stuff is amazing. <laughs> and, you know, Americans are so used to it. They're like, yeah, duh, yeah, so that's what's so great about him. He just he's very straightforward. And he just he's very inquisitive and inquiring mind. I think that's it. He's just constantly trying to unearth or understand things. And if that makes him weird then
1: Yeah, God love
0: him. Hey, oh, I wish we were know, all weird. I really don't think weird is an insult, to be totally honest mm-hmm. with no, you. No, it's I, a
1: compliment. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's uh <laughs> that's Amy Shields who is uh uh in the the reboot of Mm -hmm. twin peaks and and a ton of other things. She's a great and And that Irish accent. Oh boy. I just love it.
1: Plus I got kind of a thing with, you know, well, if I had
0: let it roll, which I intentionally did not do, uh, that's when she started hitting on you because then you started bragging about your video game (laughs) prowess and she was just smitten by that. (laughs) Um, you can, li- you can listen to
1: the entire, do you know what number? The uh,
0: yes, this is episode number 109 of Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview, mm-hmm. which you, know, you can find that everywhere. Spotify, Amazon Music Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. It's everywhere. Um, and every week, there's someone new. And we'll tell you a little bit more later.
1: Hey, Rick, I got one more story here. Okay. are we? Yeah, we can do another story. Yeah. We have time, I've right? got one, too. Um, this comes out of, uh, well, it's the BBC, so I'd say, let's say UK. I it's don't know. definitely UK. Bristol. Bristol, yeah. I think it is. Yes. A dance troupe flashed mobbed a funeral <laughs> with a performance of Queens. Another one bites the dust at the request of a woman who wanted her send-off to me to be memorable, but not sad. Here, by the way, my send-off. Yeah. Is, yeah. I want it to be gut wrenching despair. Okay, you know what it's going to be? It's yeah. going to be joke, 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 joke repeat. repeat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You ever see the video of all the North <laughs> Koreans crying in the square after Kim Jong un? That's yeah. what you want? Yeah, that's what I want. I want, okay. just, I want just absolute right. despair. Well, the yeah. video of the event showed that some mourners are. So they're doing the funeral, and then yep. all of a sudden, you hear. Nah, there, and dun, 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 right? And then a flash mob comes out and starts did you see that i said yeah. the other video It's yeah. very cool um so there's really not a, a, a there's some people that were pissed off about this saying right. it was disrespectful yeah whatever she was asking for she, it, was, though, she was that that was what she wanted, yeah. wanted to do and the words going out out in style were written on the coffin and she had their high heels that she liked to wear in her handbags like um michael what's the? i can't think of michael no Weigel. Weigel the Tim Weigel. Tim, when yeah. he had all the sport coats. Oh, yeah, that's uh, true. Uh, uh, yeah. Up and down the aisles. That's of right, the, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think that this was wonderful. Now, I started to do some digging as far as other people that may have done some stuff okay. from the afterlife yeah, sure. that, to make people laugh. Yeah. And I found out that there are some very funny tombstones sure. out there. yes. Have you ever? Did it? I've I,
0: done a dive into this okay. uh, previously well, myself.
1: Do you know what's on Mel Blank's headstone? Uh, that's all, folks. Yes, very good. For yes. those of you who don't know who Mel Blanc is, he did all the voices of the Warner Brother cartoons, Warner Brothers, yeah. Bugs Bunny and whatever. Uh, Merv Griffin's. Uh, I won't be right back after this message. <laughs> okay. Uh, we really are joke, joke, joke. Repeat. Uh, Jack Lemon.
0: Uh, Jack Lemon in. How do you know all this? <laughs> I told you. I've already looked
1: into this myself. <laughs> How do you remember yeah. <laughs> all of this? Okay, Roddy Dangerfield. Oh, uh, that one I don't know. Uh, there goes the neighborhood. Oh, okay, uh, I thought it would be a respect thing. Uh, Nes- uh, ne- uh, Leslie Nielsen, no idea. Letter Rip, he loved fart jokes. Oh, Let yes, her rip. that's good. Uh, but perhaps my favorite is this Dennis, this unknown Dennis. His name is John Darby. Guess what's on his t- tombstone? Uh, I don't know. I'm filling my last cavity. Oh, uh, yeah. so that's pretty good. Yeah, so, so God love, you know, Miss um, what's her name? Uh, what? You know what I want? All right, I've given some thought to this. Sandy Wood,
0: yeah. I want uh, somebody to go up Mm -hmm. as they're giving my speech. It'll Mm -hmm. probably be you, Mm -hmm. unless uh, Mm -hmm. you die first. Um, I want you to go up there, and I want you to say, the king is dead, long live the king, and then I want you to play this. My Masterpiece, written in 1996, is the king of farts? It's the Landecker the legends. It's king of farts. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen, what a fart.
1: Hey, who cut the cheese? You know, it's a universal male ability. I'm eating some baked beans. <laughs> They're the favorite of his old coot. They're the magical fruit, and boy, do the make me too. They're calling me the king of farts
0: I've been making fart in an art Just watch how my sonic boom
2: (laughs) clears out every room Yes, I'm a king of farts I shootin' out my soul for darts I've never ever taken a pass Had a chance to pass some gas
1: Just a little more, Mm, just a little more Is this the EP? Is this the extended boy? Gets me started right every day Within a few minutes, my digestive system has its say. Got a hankering for some uh, cabbage, a big heaping plate of sauerkraut. I love to eat it and wait for my bowels to shout.
0: You gotta, you gotta go through the sauerkraut. has um, gotta get him. You
1: can't cut it off before sauerkraut. It must that's have that's been my really, favorite. It must have been really hard working with John Landecker because he just didn't <laughs> want to do it. He, he, he just didn't want to put himself out there. Right?
0: To tell you the truth. He came to me and said, "Hey, you know that song Queen of Hearts? Make it King of Farts." <laughs> and the uh, the next morning I brought this yeah. in. <laughs> and the rest is history. <laughs> That's, like, that that was like... the way we collaborated. He he is he's a genius in a lot of ways. Yeah. It, obviously. It, you know, this is proven that he's a genius. <laughs> um, but we
1: had the same sense of humor and it worked out beautifully for 10 years. Who did we interview? What was the name of the guy who hung out with the Beatles? Paul Saltzman? Yeah. And didn't he like was in the room when they were doing obla di obla when they were coming up with obla di yeah. obla da yeah this is kind of just the same thing
0: same thing <laughs> absolutely it, you know, same it really
1: thing. is the same thing
0: now you know I've got another story mm-hmm. here this is um, it's not really a comedy story but this is a, well, I'm not sure the other ones that we did well, that's a good point joke joke, joke repeat yeah um, this one is minutia uh-huh. because we promised minutia yeah. to everybody and I found this thing I, I went down another rabbit hole this was slang terms. From the 1910s. Oh, my gosh. And I just want to share a couple of them that I thought were kind of cool. Kanchi. Um, you know what a conchie is? Okay. Um,
1: you no. Know, kind of like a conch shell. No way.
0: It's an abbreviation for conscientious objector. So it was used like during Both World the war. war I. Okay. Anybody who didn't want to go into war, they called them a, conchies. I'm a conchie. I'm a conchie. Yeah. Muhammad Ali conchie. Right, right, right. Um then here's another. I one. had bad hay fever too, so <laughs> I was a conchy. With, so I had
1: double things that I couldn't go. to.
0: There was another one called Monkey's Parade, and this is uh, what they used to do in England, where the, the the boys would all walk on one side of the street, the girls would walk on the other side of the street, okay. and you know they'd wave, you know, at, at, and would kind of like hit on each other. From across the street. See, I could have done that.
1: Yeah. I could have been the... It was just when I had a talk that was the problem. Right. It was your hypothetical <laughs> yeah, uh, right,
0: approach. Right. Uh, that was called the monkey's parade. But the one that caught my eye the most is a phrase that is still used occasionally, but no one ever has explained where it came from. It's living the life of Riley. You never say, mm-hmm. oh, that guy, yeah. he's living the life of right, Riley. Right. Who's Riley? Well, here it is. Someone... Um, who's leading an untroubled happy life in the 1910s was living the life of Riley, came from a song written by an Irish vaudevillian, Pat Rooney. The song's called, Is That Mr. Riley? And in the chorus, people greet Riley, a self-proclaimed man of renown as such. Is that Mr. Riley? Oh, here we Can go. Can anyone <laughs> tell? Is that Mr. Riley who owns the hotel? Well, if that's Mr. Riley, they speak of so highly upon me, so Riley, you're doing quite well. <laughs> oh, well, that was
1: pretty good. Thank you. That We that... should get Amy Shields. To come in.
0: <laughs> but that's where that comes from.
1: So I've always wondered, and now I know. So Riley is basically Tom Brady. Tom Brady is basically right. Right. right, right. Living the life of like... Brady. <laughs> Is the way we'd say it now. Poor okay. guy. It's time for another feature.
0: It sucked him getting A his, random getting name ready. pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where we uh, feature celebrity stories mm-hmm. and we get them sent in mm-hmm. from us. And this one couldn't have been more timely. Uh, David Crosby mm-hmm. passed away yes, yesterday. And uh, it's a sad thing. Uh, Neil Sant is a friend Mm -hmm, of ours, mm -hmm. uh, a former radio producer. Mm -hmm. And he passes along this great David Crosby story. I'll I'll share Mm -hmm. it with you now. Um, Here it goes. David Crosby passed away today. I have a tangential story Mm -hmm. about him. I was a fan of his music, but Steve Dahl turned me on to his autobiography. We booked Stephen Still's. On Danny Bonaduce show and by the way Neil's the one that got us right, Danny right. so he's been a part of the show uh, 1994 i had read David's autobiography thought it would be funny if I wrote interview questions for Stephen as if he was David because <laughs> Stephen and David famously hated each right, other and yeah. had huge blowouts and ended the band for years right. at a time and when Stephen arrived at the loop I greeted him took him into the green room made some small talk he was curious he was friendly engaged and cool as F yeah. cool We brought him into the studio and Danny was a great interviewer and he perfectly peppered in my David Crosby questions (laughs) and with the regular Stephen Stills questions and Stephen got more annoyed every time (laughs) he got it wrong. After the third or fourth question, he got really pissed (laughs) to the point of storming out of the studio. And then Danny pointed to me in the producer's booth. Stephen got the bit. And gave me the finger. Uh, Getting the finger from Stephen fucking Stills is definitely a proud moment, kind of like Joe Walsh making me chug Jack Daniels in a limo (laughs) on the way to an event because he was sober. Hey, man, I can't do it. Someone's (laughs) got (laughs) to. Well, living vicariously through someone else's... No, that's someone who's... See, you want to get the good stories, Dave? Mm-hmm. You don't go to the guys that are that were the hosts of these no, shows. No, you go to the radio producers. You go to the producers. Because they're the ones that shoveled it all. We had where... to shovel it, and we remember these yeah. stories because we are not big stars. Right. Yeah. right. So we just kind of witnessed it. You're a big star to me. Well, thank you. That's very nice of you to say. Ah, anyway. Ten bucks on 1923. I saved you. <laughs> saved you ten dollars. No. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards,
1: shows. But you do know that if you would have put the $10 down, yeah. it, the, it may have altered the spin somehow. How? I don't know. Yeah, it's Maybe not Maybe the, the weight of the felt could it, have altered. It's alter- not true.
0: Distributed by Ed Silla, who's Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. He just moved to a better place. Radio Misfits. .com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new
1: episode of Venusherman. The, the proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Ol' Pie Productions.
2: Tony, can you shut up?
1: All right,
0: Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of Coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer... What podcast would you tell people they need to listen to? Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.
1: Free Kicks, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com.